Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Welcome back, sports fans. Before we move over and talk about the Bucks, I want to just say one more thing about the race here. As the trade deadline uh, looms, don't forget, we do have... Uh, Kiermaier and Zanino are going to be out for the season. So, although we'll be getting Margot back, it looks like, and Franco in the weeks ahead, uh, we definitely could use some other players. So, there was an email from Frank from Ruskin saying, Jim, do you think that uh, the Rays are going to pursue Soto? And if so, would he be a good fit? Well, you know, Frank, let me say this. Number one, People are asking about Soto coming to the Rays or going anywhere else. Wherever he goes, he's a great young talent, and he's going to help in the long run whatever team he ends up uh, playing for. But the Nationals are going through all the offers right now, and I can guarantee you that if, in fact, the Rays did make an offer, it won't be able to stand up to the other offers that will be coming in. That's not the way that the that the Rays do it. They said they made an offer for Freddie Freeman um, in $150 million earlier you know, in the season, the offseason. I'm not sure about that, but I, I don't think that there's any chance at all that Soto is going to have a Rays uniform on, whether it be in the you know, near future or any time you know, after that. Thank you for the email. I appreciate it. Let's turn to the Bucks. So we had... The teams for the first time this week all get together. The Bucks, one buck place, and starting the practice and no pads yet, but getting out there, going after it, and you know, getting ready for the season. It's, it's here, whether we uh, are ready for it or not. And I can tell you that everyone around here can't wait until the season starts. Unfortunately, what's going on right now is we got some good news this week. Now we signed Julio Jones. Those of you that follow Julio Jones throughout the years, he is a little bit injury prone, but when he is healthy, um, his senior leadership out there is definitely something that could be called on for the Bucks when they need that extra receiver. If you remember in the playoffs last year, um, we were down some receivers and the people that we relied on weren't able to come through in the clutch. So uh, you can't have too many. And I think that one of the good things that the Bucks do is they look for these players before they actually may need them. Um, something happened during the season, then it's really hard to go out there and, you know, sometimes find someone that's not available. With Gronkowski not coming back, you know, we signed Rudolph, which is a great signing in my opinion. So Julio Jones is just going to add there. If you look at Godwin, he'll be back, obviously. You're going to have Mike Evans there. Um, Scotty Miller is getting some reps, I'm understanding, in practice, looking pretty good. So it's only the first couple of days of practice. There's a long way to go. Unfortunately, along that same vein, there is a uh, devastating injury to Ryan Jensen with his knee injury on Thursday. So I don't know to what extent it is. Usually when an offensive lineman has to get carted off the field like that, uh, they're done for a while. It's been, you know, my 
experience seeing that over the years. They're saying that, um, you know, they, they'll know more after the swelling goes down and they do some MRIs and whatnot, but he's going to be out for some significant time is what the quote was. So, uh, terrible blow. Uh, it was a freak accident, I suppose it was. Uh, a freak play, I should say. No one was to blame. Nothing happened out of the ordinary, but it was one of those things where... Um, you know, is it a good thing it happened now rather than three games into the season? Well, it's never a good time for it to happen, but at least now it gives the uh, Bucks a chance to put some other people in there and uh, try to fill the gap sooner rather than later. So I think it's going to be a uh, interesting preseason. I, I think that when you look at the players that the Bucks have, they rested some players yesterday. Um, on Friday, after what happened on Thursday there to Jensen. So they're going to try to, you know, of course, you have to get ready for the games, but you don't want to overdo it. So there's a fine line that you walk with getting these players prepared for the regular season. And, you know, don't forget, you're talking about the the, the throws of the summer down here where it's you know, 90, 98 degrees every day and um, the humidity. So it does take a while week and a half or two weeks for the players to get used to everything so I think that as we go further on in the season here and the you know get ready for the preseason you now we're going to see some things that maybe players in different positions uh, I heard that the a great punter out there right now for us um, forget his name right now but I think we're going to see some good things from that um special teams this year so love to hear your thoughts 877-448-7901 of course Todd Bowles will be his first year um, as the head coach of the Bucks with Arian stepping down so you have Leftwich running the offense Bowles still pretty much running the defense and I think together you know no big changes coming down the pike just a matter of you know finding the right people, put them in the right places and, and getting everybody on the on the same page. And again, the injury bug is something that happens to every team. Just a matter of trying to find ways to overcome it. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on the Bucks. We're going to be talking more about them, obviously, as the um, weeks approach to this season. Uh, sports at Power901 is the email, if you care to check in that way. We'd love to hear your thoughts on who do you think is going to have a breakout season for the Pewter and, Pewter and Goal here. What do you think? Do you think it's going to be the uh, uh, a certain running back? Do you think it's going to be a um, receiver that's going to step up this year? Let me know what you think. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at thepropertyshopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Sports fans, welcome back. Sticking with some football here. Um, 
It's Kyler Murray situation. Signed a contract where it had an addendum saying that um, he had to go out there and study game material for four hours per week on his own to be able to receive credit for the contract or else if he didn't he would be in default that was on Monday as you can imagine the backlash started immediately why would Arizona put that in a contract in the first place secondly why would Murray ever go out there and sign something like that and uh, on and on it went and you had different people you know throwing different reasons out there um, the Cardinals levied with criticism Oh, for you know, Murray allegedly needing to study more to sign a clause, you know, so it went back and forth. And here's here's my thing on it: when you have a contract like that, the terms are going to be made public. It wasn't just a two hundred and thirty million dollars, so people are going to find out what it was. And when when it does, they're going to be able to have their own opinion, like it did. So it was leaked. And because it was leaked so soon, I believe the Arizona Cardinals, by the end of the week, took it back and said, well, we don't need that addendum. But here's what I say. I think what they did was they got the message across to Murray what they expect. Now, for them to have to go out there and do it this way leads me to question why they would sign someone and give them that much money in the first place. The first time around, and now they're going to do it again. So they tried putting that in there, and to Murray's credit, you know, yes, he signed it. People say, well, he should never have signed it. There's 230 million reasons why he should have signed it. And I think anyone would have signed it, uh, you know, me, you, anyone else is going to sign that type of contract and then deal with it afterwards. So Murray went out there and said that, you know, he he obviously does study. He said it was uh, disrespectful and it was a joke that, um, you know, his worth ethic being questioned like that. Um, He's had so much success, whether it be on the high school level, being undefeated, college, you know, his success in the pros so far. Uh, I can't say I'm a big Kyler Murray fan, but I will say that um, I do think that what happened in, in this situation was it got his attention to go out there and, you know, maybe study some more on his own that he maybe would not have done if it wasn't brought to light like this. So um, did the Cardinals do the right thing? They got their point across. Did Murray do the right thing? He signed it. He's getting paid. He's going to be in the top three paid quarterbacks there with Aaron Rodgers and uh, Deshaun Watson, who, by the way, still doesn't know if he's going to be playing at all. But um, he's got that huge contract. So, yeah, I think there's a lot to be said and made to do of nothing, in my opinion. We'd love to hear your thoughts. JimmyBSports.com. Um, had a lot of calls and uh, emails about that this week. I think it was a travesty that it was done that way. Uh, do you support Murray? Do you support Arizona? I, I think it's a win for the team. I and mean, I think it's something that uh, a learning experience for Murray. And if... Um, he goes out there. I think he has some things to prove now to himself and to uh, some of the fans. So I think it's going to work out in the best interest uh, for all those guys. I'd love to hear your thoughts on on what you think. I mean, there are so many goings-ons that we don't know about behind the scenes and everything. It's just a matter of um, 
what gets put out in the public eye and what you don't see. Just imagine for a second uh, talking about the Bucks, Mike Evans. Um, that guy should write a book at some point. I mean, he's played with uh, Jameis Winston, Tom Brady. He's played with Antonio Brown, um, Minshew, no, not Minshew, um, uh, Johnny Manziel at a and so I think that um, think of the stories that he could tell in a book someday um, you know and I think the Bucks are going to have a, a really good year this year not just with the receiving staff that they have but I think this is going to be the year that Brady is uh, he's going to be done I believe afterwards no matter what happens this year and uh, yes, it doesn't matter if Gronkowski comes back or it doesn't come back it's still going to be I believe the last um Last hurrah here for, for Tom Brady. So I think it's going to be a heck of a year to be a Bucks fan and follow all that. But you're going to have a lot of things here in the preseason uh, going on. And like I said before, the preseason is that time of year where you just kind of um, hold your breath and keep your fingers crossed because you never know uh, what's going to happen between the time that you start to put the pads on on camp and then that first game there in the uh, you know, September, I think it's September 10th, September 11th time around there. So JimmyBSports.com, uh, we'll get you on, shoot me an email, let me know what your thoughts are. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. Are you in bad pain? You know what I mean. Your knees hurt. Your shoulder hurts. Your elbow and back are constantly killing you. And I'm sure you've tried every pain pill or cream available at the drugstore. Am I right? Well, here's something you haven't tried. Pain Magic. Pain Magic is not available at any drugstore. The only place you can get it is by calling the special toll-free number I'm about to give you. And to make things even better, call right now and find out about our buy one, get one free offer. We're so confident it'll work for you that we offer a free bottle with your purchase. No prescription required. Call now to learn how you can get pain magic and get rid of your pain. Remember, your results may vary. 800-223-7902. 800-223-7902. That's 800-223-7902. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. It wouldn't be the Jimmy B Sports Show without talking about some golf. The LIV. Round one is in the books. As you know, they only play three rounds, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So after the first round, you had Henrik Stenson and Patrick Reed at uh, seven under at Trump's Bedminster course. So those two guys are in the early lead there. Dustin Johnson is in a group at four under. If you're following this week, uh, Stenson was one of those that he lost his Ryder Cup captaincy in the wake of coming over to LIV this week. So um, I guess he's put that behind him and he's out there trying to uh, make some money for himself. So, uh, you know, Dustin Johnson and Reed, they're on the same team, the four aces. They're trying to stay ahead of the Majestics the, and the Ironheads team. So I'm trying to wrap my head around everything here with this LIV. Honestly, I haven't been able to do so yet um i just can't stop but think what would what would arnie palmer what would 
um, Bobby Jones. What are they doing right now? What are they thinking about all this driving range? There's music going on. You know, you're playing uh, shotgun starts all over the place, three rounds. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not quite honestly sure if I uh, enjoy the concept yet or um think it's going to last i guess if you have players that you like to follow that are playing on that um format on that tour then you're gonna follow them plain and simple if you have players like tony finau that you follow on the uh, pga that won last week you're gonna follow him on that tour so uh is there room for all of them together i still say there is i still say that they need to sit down and be able to um come to some type of uh, maybe uh, agree to disagree on some points, but then they need to put the golf first and the growth of the game um, ahead of everything else. Now, when you talk about golf, you, you talk about um, the Ryder Cup, you talk about how many people that you know, if you follow golf, doesn't like the Ryder Cup. That's something that every time it comes around, whether it's in the States or over there in Europe, I mean, you you get psyched for the whole weekend. You're following, um, you know, what's going on. You had people like Ian Poulter over there, Sergio on the European side for so many years. Um, It's such a great competition. And now we're possibly not even going to be able to have that. So how does that help? the game of golf. I keep on hearing that, you know, this tour, uh, it, it's going to grow the game. Uh, the PGA's mission is, is to grow the game, especially with the, the young kids coming up and all that. Show me how it's doing that. Uh, maybe I'm missing something. I haven't seen anything that is good for the game so far. All I've seen is things that are good for some of these players' pocketbooks, no doubt. I mean, you, whoever wins this weekend, if Patrick Reed goes out there and, and wins, he's going to probably win about uh, $4 million, another 750000 if the four aces will come in first. So, you know, $4.7 I guess that's a good... I guess that's good for the game of golf if your name's Patrick Reed, right? Um, yeah, the, the, the feedback I've gotten from the calls, the emails, it's pretty much torn. A lot of people think that the PGA is in trouble. A lot of people think that the LIV tour is going to be short-lived and that the PGA is just biding its time until uh, it, it kind of disintegrates. Uh, I'm not sure which of those two scenarios, if either, is where it's going to be but as of right now I guess the LIV came out with a new schedule for next year a lot of events coming on the board and they're going to add um, you know, more money to the pot to make it even more appealing to some players so you did have like the like I mentioned earlier you had um, Charles Howell the third come out this week to play Henrik Stenson we already mentioned uh, Jason Kokrak and then uh, Paul Casey. So those those four just this past week have, have made the jump. Um, Kokrak is two under after one day. Casey is uh, two over, I believe. And Howell and Stenson are in the group at three under. So it's 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 wide open as far as that goes. Is uh, is it interesting to watch uh, the format? If you watch the. Um, I mean, they're still hitting the same shots. It's the same basic game. Uh, 
Do they show all the players because they're all playing at one time? Is that a plus? Um, no, I guess if you're going to sit down and watch a golf on TV for three hours or four hours, no matter what, then it's, it's nice to see all of them at one time. Other than that, I, I really don't see... Um, the big draw with it. Bubba Watson is the newest player that just came on yesterday as well. So uh, we always love to hear your thoughts on, on what you think. And I think it comes down to if you have a player that you follow that you like, if they're playing on the you know, DP Tour in Europe, if they're playing at the PGA, if they're playing at Trump's Bedminster course and the LIV or you know over in the desert, wherever it might be, you're going to follow that player, I believe. Um, other than that, there's a lot of money to be made on on the tour. I I would like to hear. I, I would like to hear a candid interview with Jack Nicholas. He's someone that really. He doesn't have anything to lose. He's not trying to, um, certainly doesn't need to go out there and um, prove himself to anyone. Uh, he obviously not doing it for any money at this point in his life. He's more than said, as is his family. So I would love a candid interview with him on what his thoughts are right now on um, the PGA and the LIV and see what he has to say. That's something that would garnish my attention for a while, maybe more so than watching some of these uh, tournaments on TV. But again, we'd love to hear your thoughts. JimmyBSports.com. Who's your favorite golfer right now? Uh, is it someone that made the jump over there, or is it someone that's hanging hanging on with the PGA? Is it a European player, and why? Let me know what you think. We'll be right back to continue the show on Jimmy B Sports. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. Well, maybe I am. If you're buying a diamond ring for your wife, it's not cool to be cheap. If you're buying airline tickets, oh, it's very cool to be cheap and called Trip Amigo, where you can fly anywhere in the world and save up to 75% on over 500 airlines and 300,000 hotels. Call Trip Amigo now. 800-908-1833. 800-908-1833. 800-908-1833. That's 800-908-1833. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. All right, sports fans, let's close everything up here. Talking about baseball one more time. Uh, we have the uh, trade deadline, which is roughly 100 hours away, is going to be uh, Tuesday at 6 p.m. So of all the people out there that are um, you no know, candidates for teams, who do you think, if any, the Rays will uh, make a run at trying to sign? Now, by now, we know that you know, Ben Attendi already went to the Yankees yesterday. You have... Um, out there still available Wilson Contreras uh, the catcher for the Cubs uh, you have no Louis Castile's out there you have David Robertson who was a, a right-handed pitcher reliever uh, you have Josh Bell uh, I'm trying to think who else you have uh, Frankie Montes the A's starter uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a name out there you have Cindergard that's available I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say that the Rays are going to go out and try to sign David Peralta. 
He's a left fielder for the D-backs. I think because he's a right-handed hitter, uh, he hits right-handed pitching very well. Um, I'm thinking that he's only owed less than $3 million for the remainder of the season. That's something that's right up uh, the Rays' alley there. So I'm going to say Peralta is the one that the Rays are going to go after. I don't know that any. Other insider information, obviously, that's what I'm going to just uh, say. So I want to know who you think. Um, if the name that you throw out there in the next uh, 24 hours through an email, jimmybsports.com, if uh, that player gets signed by the Rays, then you're going to win tickets to a Rays game uh, sometime between now and the end of the season at the Trop. As always, guys, that's all the time we have. Fantastic talking sports with you. Uh, my name is Jim Barry, and you've been in the gymnasium. JimmyBSports.com. As always, have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Above all, stay positive. We'll talk to you next time on the Jimmy B Sports Show.